Welcome to the Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show is meant for an adult audience. The Trevor J. Brown Show may contain explicit language and topics. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. Be a part of the show and email us at inherentdream at yahoo.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Trevor J. Brown Show. Visit our website at inherentdream.com. And now, your host, Trevor J. Brown. Welcome into another edition of the Trevor J. Brown Show. Great show lined up for you tonight. We've got the Moron Spotlight for you. Also, Mr. TNT here for his weekly appearance on Free For All Friday. Let's win some money with Mark Stone and our weekly NFL pick segment. That is coming up, but... We start this evening with our dear, dear friend, his first appearance of season number two, Isaac Jensen. Hello. In studio. We had to start over the the, the podcast, the broadcast, because of my dumbass and a recording error. So we already wasted our cracking a tall boy. And you missed out on some great conversations. Some great conversations. So we'll uh, try to... Uh, Try to figure out what we were talking about, but we cracked <laughs> Damn open. Damn it, Hack! Yeah, thanks a lot, Hack. No, we tried to, you know, we cracked open a tall boy, and then we made comment of, uh, we're drinking sparkling ice water. So classy. It's classy. It we is. got our our pinkies up. <laughs> ah, yeah, we are just evolving as men. We here. are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> welcome. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah. What is new with uh, with you guys? Uh, getting in the swing of fall, the swing of schoolwork, yard work. Yeah, what's the deal with that? By the way, I stopped over what a few weeks ago. Henry's now in second grade, and he has homework every night. Homework, half an hour every night. He's got spelling, reading, math every single night. I don't, I don't, I don't have a great memory, but I think I don't remember homework as a kid until like. I'm thinking fourth like, grade? I, I was, was going to say fifth grade. Fourth, Some, fifth somewhere grade? in that area. Yeah. So I, so why, yeah, is that is just, just that his teacher? Is that her thing? Or is that a Princeton-wide, statewide kind of a core teaching thing? I don't know. What, what has to be done in the evening that can't be done during the day right. for, how old is he, seven? He's, yeah, seven going on eight. I mean, that's... I mean, it's it's a lot of refresh. He does the spelling during the day. We do spelling at night. And I, I wonder how many people, how many parents actually stick to that schedule, too. I mean, because we don't do it every night. Like mm-hmm. last night, we had a church event. We're at church all night. Yeah, we which, did almost by, no homework. By the way, that I am pissed off at myself oh, that I missed the dinner. It is the best dinner. Totally forgot it about it. So good little roast beef dinner oh the squash was that the good homemade corn. bread oh it was so good what was the best thing oh the squash yeah every year it's always the squash is the best yeah good turnout good turnout full That's house good. yeah yeah food was amazing it always is i mean you can't get a whole lot better than a, a church meal right i think back on going to um like different events at different churches or you have to go to a funeral or something, yeah. and the church ladies are it back there making food. And even if it's just like a ham sandwich on a bun, it's still it's still way better. I, how yeah. is it way better? Because it's made with love. It's made with love. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's why. 
So and meth. No, <laughs> so, no, 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 no. We, thank you, Princeton. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, uh, but no, there's it's it's uh, it's always delicious, and uh, I I was kind of kicking myself for, oh, for missing yeah. that because I just you missed out. Just totally slipped. Uh huh. I'm still on Mountain Time. <laughs> yeah. Right. And haven't got back to, 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 people, to the real life yet. People fly halfway around the world, and uh-huh. then they play a football game, and they look great. Yep. And I go an hour back and an hour ahead and to Rapid City, South Dakota for four days. You're completely off and, for the next month. Yeah, it's like I'm having delusions and uh, trying to figure things out, and I'm not myself, and what's going on? I love it. Yeah, I don't quite understand the the homework thing. Yeah, I don't either. Second grade, but here we go. Well, and I I wonder how other parents uh, feel about that. But I also you you bring up parenting. I I kind of laugh at some things because I think of, I mean, maybe things have changed since we've been in school. And I don't have kids, and I don't have kids in school, obviously. But so many of these parents now they throw a hissy fit about what could or could not be taught Uh at school and it's like well are you do we know for sure that these things are even going on i mean there was this huge uh rumor that the jensen campaign no relation (laughs) i don't think you're not related to scott jensen are you spelled different spelled different yeah he's one of those crazy ens um so there was this uh Rumor going around about this thing called furries, yeah, and oh, yeah. that that uh, people like dress up, and that I know is, I think that, that's from, a thing. from what I've heard, that's real. But what is fake is that staff was allowing these people who dress up like animals to urinate and defecate in litter boxes at right. the school, which is complete. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I haven't heard that actually is a thing anywhere. And the Jensen campaign like ran with it, right? Like this is real, <laughs> and this is the same campaign where if you go on their website and try to get him to come on the program, one of the questions is, "Do you have integrity?" <laughs> well, don't you think you would look that up a little bit more? You would you think but, so? All these people, these parents that don't have anything to do with their with their kids' lives. Me and Brother Harrison were texting about this today. Like, we are so thankful for the parents that raised us and that the experiences that we had. You want to talk about, like, growing up. For my whole childhood, most nights of the week, if not every night of the week, we had dinner around the table. We talked about how our day was. We talked about things that were coming up, things we're looking forward to, things that we're struggling with yep yeah there's there's no cell phones there's no yeah. screens there's no distractions it's just sitting who, at the table and talking who does that today we do yeah we do <laughs> yep uh, we, I, I mean, mean yeah uh, but there was those those kids growing up where they just were out and about all night yep or yeah. or, or or everybody bought brought their meal to their room and they had yeah. a tv tray they ate on their bed yeah and watched whatever or did and, whatever. And I think there's definitely a divide with, you know, there's there's normal people that grew up in that type of environment and they've gone on to, you know, be 
good people in society. I'm not saying oh, yeah. that you have to sit around a, a table and talk with people, but we talk about how things are broken in this country. Well, that's a big part of it. Yep. Family values and having a parent actually tell you, no, you right. can't do that. Exactly. You're not supposed to be uh, uh, your child's best, best friend. friend. Yep, exactly. But then on the flip side of that, so so thinking of that, then I think of all of these parents who they don't give a shit about their kid. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't sit around a table and have dinner with them. They don't ask them how their day was. Yep, they don't do any of that. But then they're they're the ones bitching about, well, are they teaching this in school? And there's furries and they're taking dumps and litter boxes. And d- none of that is true. Right. And, and do you know, oh, they're teaching critical race theory. Are they teaching critical race theory or are they teaching stuff about like slavery in this country? Because there's, there's, there's two a very, huge difference. There's a, they're two very different things. Yeah. So... You can get your panties up in a bunch about all of that stuff, but do you actually know what's going on? See, here's the problem. And we talked about this on the finale of the first season. And we encouraged people to shut off the screens, mm-hmm. shut off the phone, shut off the TV and get outside. All of these older people have ruined social media. <laughs> right? Just ruined social media. And, well, people our age, too. I feel like younger people... Maybe it'll come back around, but I yep, swear, I so. pe- people our age, a little bit nuts on it, but people like 50, 55, 60, and then the boomers that, that are on social media, you just don't get it. No, they just, they, they got a rant. I mean, it's, and that, you've said this before, everybody has to say their opinion on social media, and nine times out of ten, more than nine times out of ten... Everybody, they just don't care. They don't. And and so I give them credit for not caring because I had to, like, step away big time because of just the, the people are just kind of hateful. Uh-huh. And with some of the things that we'll eventually talk about here on the show, I, I probably have to come back on social media more because of keeping in contact with people. Yep. But... I think, you know, some people have that thick skin and, but some, like, here's an example. And I don't want to get too involved in this because I've talked about it before on the show, but there's all these political ads everywhere. And a lot of people on these political ads, they're talking about the abortion issue Mm -hmm. and there's stuff running on Facebook and it'll be stuff I think it was something for like I don't know why I get these because we can't vote on this race, but it's the the uh, Tyler Kistner Angie yep. Craig yep. ad. Yeah, they're and, all, all over. And it's 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 not uh, paid for by Angie Craig, but it's like that organization that's you know the, the DNC or whatever right. that's throwing money and it's a it's pro Angie Craig. You should vote for her because for women's rights. But then the amount of people that will be commenting that'll be like, this is just further reason to vote for Kistner, blah, blah, blah. And it's always like the the, the the people that say that stuff online are the people that are like 50-year-old white dude yep. that yep. doesn't have a vagina. And but the like you want like and I'm not saying like you can have any stance you want on abortion. I'm not getting into that. But these people have no compassion. Like in the video, in the ad, it'll have some woman saying, uh, if I wouldn't have terminated the pregnancy, uh, I would have died. Or the child would have been stillborn. Or right. 
some like re- like wow that's yep. that's a story that's yep. that's a uh, real life thing a real life thing and this douchebag on the other end of a computer that is 55 years old and uh is balding or bald and his fat wife left him and is having an affair with some douchebag that owns a bar down the road uh, his his life sucks. So how does he feel entitled? How does he feel a little bit of power? I'm gonna go online and comment on something that I have no control over, and, and I'm gonna be insensitive about and, it. And nobody wants to hear his opinion. No, nobody cares. And yeah. you know what? People could say like, "Well, who wants to hear your opinion? You're listening right now, douchebag. <laughs> you can shut Got it em. off. Yeah, you can shut it off. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm I'm not gonna get into the the bread and butter of that issue, but step inside someone else's shoes for a second. How exactly. would how would you react? Right. What would what would be your decision? Yep. See, most of us don't have to uh, go to a doctor's office and hear like you know you can keep this pregnancy, but the child will live for five minutes and then die. Right. Or there was this story. I don't even know if we had it on the air, but it was one story that I meant to get to. The lady was carrying a child in her that did not have a skull. Huh. And she couldn't get an abortion in Louisiana because they have a full ban yep. now in, in that state. So what would you do? Right. And I kind of think on some of these things, I was going to say, funny is not the right word, but I, I find it thought-provoking that on a, a lot word, on, right? on a lot of these things, you always think like, okay, well, w- how would you handle it? And a lot of people that may be in a certain situation and they're so conservative, for example, and then, oh, their son's gay. Right. And do you ever think that, hmm... Uh, Maybe God's trying to send you a little lesson. Yep, yep. yeah. So send you a message yeah. and yeah. Hey, re- rethink your life. Yeah, and and I'll I'll do the judgment. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, if you believe in God, we will all be judged one day. Yeah. Yet, how come our people, Christians, always seem to me to be the so most judging. likely to judge? Yep. Yep. 100% true. You can try to bring people to Jesus Christ. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. We need, especially at this time, church numbers are way down way everywhere. Down. Donations are way down everywhere. We need to try to bring people into the faith. I've said it a billion times off the air. I don't know if I've said it on the air, but I will say it right now. Jesus would let anybody sit at his table. Mm-hmm. Anybody. So this thought that, like, you can't be gay, you can't be black, you can't... like. Right. All, all of our differences, it's not how Jesus would work. No. So, there's a... Have you seen those commercials on TV where they're really well-produced commercials? And it's uh, like, Jesus had... An, you know, it'll show a bunch of these images, dramatic music, and then it'll say, like, Jesus suffered from anxiety, too. Yep. He gets yep. us.com. And I asked my mom, like... Look into that. Like, what organization is that? I thought it was, like, going to be some way, like, right-wing, like, uh-huh. crazy people. Right. There's actually, like, a huge divide because some people don't like that organization because they feel it makes Jesus, like, too new age. 
too relatable. And I'm like, what? <laughs> wouldn't you want to do that to bring people to the faith right? today to make it like Jesus? Some people are turned off by religion because you think, well, yeah, that was like 2000 years ago. Like, I can't relate to that. No, if you bring Jesus into the the new century, uh, he is a he, he was a man just like me and you, right, just like the rest of us. You know, so make him relatable. To me, those advertising those advertisements <laughs> work. Right, but no, no, t- it's too relatable. No, if you type in like he gets us, one of the first things that comes up in Google is scam. Okay, like some people think it's a scam, so uh-huh. there's like a divide on that. I'm like, well, how can it be a scam? I, I don't right. Know. Interesting. Makes you think. I have another dilemma uh, to get to with you, and we'll do that next. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show. Looking to buy or sell online but don't know where to start? Look no further than Jensen Sales Plus. JSP makes buying and selling online easy. From Craigslist to Amazon, eBay to Etsy, they can help you with it all. Check out their website for more information, jensensalesplus.com. That's jensensalesplus.com. Back here, Isaac Jensen in studio. Uh, before we get to our next topic, what is new with your company, Jensen Sales Plus? Just got done with the last garage sale of the year, so that is a good thing. Um, coming up next, I got, I'm cleaning out two or three storage units next week. Ooh. So keep your eye out open for some storage unit goodies. Some some goodies. Some You're treasures. selling me bookshelves. Yeah, bookshelves. Yeah. I am uh, at a point with uh, like design and stuff uh-huh. where I'm never satisfied. It's just like oh, just always changing. Well, it's like trying to build the website. Uh huh. Every few months, I'm always on Squarespace for like four hours in a row. Like <laughs> I don't know about this color scheme. Little refresh yeah, a little bit of a refresh here and then i had my books on because uh, i'm such an avid reader now i have my 20 <laughs> books that i've read in the last two years or whatever you know walk into uh our, our dear friend Kristen when me and Lindsay go visit her in her bedroom it's like a whole wall 20 foot by 20 foot so many books she reads like a book every day Jeez. and then like i started reading and it's i feel so accomplished with uh with my my books, my little bookshelf. <laughs> you got me beat. Yeah. But I would my, read my one book per decade. And it's a maxim. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to throw this your way. So here's a report. Giselle Bunchen tells Tom Brady to retire or she's gone for good. Ooh. Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady reportedly has gotten an ultimatum, according to Us Weekly. Brady's wife, Giselle Bunchen, has informed him that either he leaves football to spend time with his family or she is gone for good. It's not specified whether he must leave now or next month or after the current year ends. Brady has recently said more than once that he won't be retiring during this season. Based on the report, she presumably wants it to happen sooner than later. So here is the hypothetical for you. Okay. If the roles were reversed... Would the media treat this story as this story we're reading right now? Right. Just like, yeah, just like nothing. Or would it be like Tom trying to be the boss? and Exactly. Yep. That's the, that's what yep. I thought. See, yep. 
she i i understand where she's coming from oh, for sure spend more time with your family you want to be in good health i don't want to see you get hurt i don't want to see you have concussions all of that but yep. there is no mention now maybe i i'm missing something online after this story broke but there's no backlash Wait, it's this is nothing. what she wants yep she wants tom home but i guarantee you if it was reversed it would be this is another example of tox male toxicity. How dare he? How dare he yep. try to control her? She's an independent woman. Uh, she has the right to to make the money if she wants to. That would be the narrative. Uh huh. And look, I'm not saying that that's right or wrong right. either in that narrative, sure. but it's just funny how um, you know certain certain things are said at certain times. Right. It's kind of, yeah, kind of funny how some of that works sometimes. Um, so we'll hop into the moron spotlight. This guy is not having a good week. Kanye West. He's having a rough week. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, so Kanye West's false claim about George Floyd's death may spur a lawsuit. I don't know if he's officially getting sued because of that, but Kanye West went on some podcast I've never heard of before. The podcast is called Drink Champs. I'm sure it has more listeners than us, but I don't care. Well, he went on and said that Derek Chauvin, he he uh, didn't, uh, Floyd wasn't murdered because of that. It was because of the fentanyl, the fentanyl or something. Right. And clearly a medical examiner looked at everything and said no. And also Chauvin was convicted. Right. A again, why, why as a society, I, I, I've met people before. They're lovely people, but they have these blinders on where it's like, hey, um, I'm pro-cop, so, you know, Chauvin didn't do it. Well, do you support uh, bad bad military, too? Yeah, people that just go into places and just kill people? You can you, you can support cops, but you don't have to support every cop. No, there's good cops and yeah. bad cops. Just there's, like anything else in the world. There's good teachers and bad teachers. Uh -huh. There's good podcasts and there's this. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, I, but so he he started all, all of his bad week with that. Then there was the comment about he's going Death Con 3 on right, Jews. Right. I don't even know where that came from. It's I, I, A lot of stuff that he says and does, I don't know where, he, it, he, where it comes from. He lost his uh, sponsorship deal with Adidas. Yeah. And he, did you, did you hear, how, hear how much Adidas is losing because they're dropping him? <laughs> they probably go bankrupt. A quarter of a billion dollars Adidas is losing. And they're still dropping him. I read an article now that he has lost his Adidas sponsorship... That now he he was like the number two richest musician or yep. something, and now Rihanna's number one. Yep. Are we like forgetting Paul McCartney here, right. or or right. maybe I'm wrong? But Rihanna hasn't had a record in six years. She hasn't toured in a, a long very time. long time. Yeah. I'm not saying she's not rich. I was thinking though too. I think she's gonna be awesome at the Super Bowl. She uh -huh. has a ton of hits. A ton. A ton of hits. And she's a great performer. She's a great performer. Yep. You never know who's going to show up and perform yep. with her. Exactly. It should be great. It should be I, great. I hits. honestly think that because I I thought it was going to be Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. And whatever. Taylor Swift. Whatever. <laughs> I think I think Rihanna's a, a much better choice. And she hasn't, like I said, she hasn't had a record in a while. So I think next year is going to be a huge year for her. She's yep. going to drop a record. She's probably going to go on tour. tour. Yep. So it's going to be great. But, and she has she has money. She has a fashion line. She has all that stuff. But it was like number one Rihanna, and now with Kanye West going, 
way it's, down. It's like Jay-Z is now number two. And I'm uh-huh. like, when's the last time Jay-Z had a record? Yep. Maybe, and now Jay-Z has had a couple of records the last few years, but, but when's the last time he's had a nothing hit? nothing huge. Right. No. Right. So <laughs> Kanye West today, or it was yesterday, got kicked out of like Skechers, the yep. corporate yep. office. Yep. Yep. They that. escorted him out. Like Skechers don't even want you, dude. <laughs> Like, is FUBU still a thing? Because right. it could go there. <laughs> what does that Converse? I, I mean, mean, something. My goodness. I mean, this guy. I mean, he's just. He's. I mean, he's. I every, d- every time he does and says something, what are you thinking? What are you doing? I don't know. And I, I don't want to make fun of it too much because I feel like he needs help. Oh, but he, I have he's, felt. He has some sort of something. He needs help. It, and I, it's gotten way worse since his mom died. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's easy to go through or anything, but my goodness, the guy needs some mental help. Yeah. Seriously. And going off of Kanye West for a second, I don't quite understand the thing where, you know, he got kicked off of uh, like Instagram. Mm-hmm. He got kicked off of Twitter. And then he said, like he made some agreement where he's going to buy that way right wing site yep. parlor. Yep. Yep. So wh- why as a society, like you can do whatever you want. I get that. But it's like, you mean I can't say my anti-Semitic bullshit on Twitter and Instagram? Well, where can I say it? Parlor? Well, great. I'll buy you. I'll buy you, right? Like, yeah. You, you, the people that are on parlor, it's like they stand up and they're like, they're so proud and I'm like, yeah, be Why? sure to be sure to iron your brown shirt and your na- <laughs> right. Nazi patch, you douchebag. Like, <laughs> nobody nobody needs to hear your anti-Semitic and racist bullshit right. there. No, it's like a it's like Just... a losers club over here. Hey, the losers are over here, folks. But I mean, at least they're going off and doing their own thing. But I mean, hopefully they stay I stay away. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and they just think it's like normal. Like, oh right. well. I, I can't say it on Facebook. I can't say it on on Twitter or Instagram. Well, I'm gonna go here. But, but I mean, there's a, there's a reason why no one wants you to say this. No one wants to listen to you say this. Yeah, stuff. but then because there's these not... there, there's these sites now that normalize it. Right. Or like the the Truth Social, which Donald Trump is on, which nobody's uh, I, on. I've, I've never even heard of it. <laughs> no. So it's it's like it's basically like Twitter. Okay. But it's but not it's not Twitter, and nobody's <laughs> on there. So it's a all place right. for him to go and spew bullshit and endorse people and and okay. all of that. So it's like, yeah, hey, cool, because yep. you were kicked off of Twitter. Yep, or exactly. So, but, yeah, we'll just no, we'll we need a platform that normalizes this hate speech. So yeah, I'm gonna go over here. Like that's normal, right? I know that's crazy. And then people bitch when it's like, yeah, well, you you can't say that. That's why that's why you were banned. Like that's that's not being harmonious and people think that they're being censored we talked about this um reading rainbow guy what uh-huh. is, what's his name uh lavar burton lavar burton yep yep we talked about this like last year yep it's not cancel culture it's can it's, it's consequence culture yep, exactly when you say things and you do things that are stupid there's there's repercussions for that. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting canceled, right? You're just... or, or you know what? You could be getting canceled. That's because but but for but for a reason. But for a reason, right? You're not the victim, right? You going around saying anti-Semitic things and not taking your your medication. That's on it's, you. 
Yep. So you have to deal with the repercussions. Uh huh. It's yeah, not. Exactly. It's not because we don't like you or we didn't like your music at some point. No, you made stupid decisions. Yep. You said stupid things. So do you think it sounds like it's not official yet, but it sounds like Elon Musk is going to be able to buy Twitter again? I feel like he has to now right? after he like went in on it. Do you think it's going to change? Is it going to be more, for lack of better words, lawless? Because he says he wants to open things up again. Yeah. But, I, but, but it's just to what extent? How much? I think that he's going to expose that a lot of these celebrities, uh-huh. a lot of the people that are on there are fake. Yep. They're and fake which, bots. And, and, and I think that's the biggest reason why he's doing what he's trying to do. And then the other thing that you're going to find out eventually is a lot of these streams on Spotify yep. and other uh, services, they're fake too. Yep, it's all bots. Because it's not all bots, but... You buy, you know, a million VPNs and yep. they're streaming an album all day. Look, I, I am not going to crap on her too much. Taylor Swift has a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. A ton, a ton. Though that album, the new album, didn't stream that much in right. one day. No, there, there's, Be- there's no way. There's no chance. And there's proof of this because... On sometimes you go on an album comes out, and it'll be a big artist. Yep. And you'll go to that page at seven at night, and right. it'll say ten ten thousand. Right. It's like so that huge band, that song's been streamed ten thousand times. But you want to tell me that some song from her right was eighteen million in yeah. a day or There's whatever it was? Not a chance. No. No. I again. People listen to her. I get that. But there used to be a thing back in the day called payola, where back in the 50s and 60s, people at labels would pay DJs to play songs. Right. The more it got played, the more they got paid. Yep. Well, nobody listens to the radio anymore. So this is just the new version of that. This is the new thing. So labels buy VPNs. Yep. And virtual private networks, so it counts as an actual independent yep. user, or uh, you know someone having an independent experience. Yep, a click. A click, and it's just going to constantly recycle. Yep. Songs. So I, it's I, do we, are there that many people in the world that actually like some of these artists, or do we? like these artists because we're told to like them right they got the name they got you know that little the bit image to get, yep they they have the the classy rollout of their album right but have you ever met anybody in your life now we're not we're not the demographic no okay but do you ha- we, we have friends that are women do you ever have Very a, few, a lady yes. friend that says oh the new taylor swift album came out never happened once beyonce Beyonce in high school, yeah. Lately. I did hear it. Lately, no. 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 So, I I mean, again, we're not the demographic. Taylor Swift is probably for, like, 12 to 30-year-old women. Give or take. Girls, women. But you would think you would run into someone in your circle that would be like, you got to hear this. Right. Yep. Not once. Not once. No, we're we're not. I'm not saying we're hanging out with. 18 year old girls or, or anything i'm not saying that but you have a friend that's your age and her daughter is really into this and right. she's like i heard it it's really good yep i don't you never hear that no 
So I, I think that there's a lot of that going on. Right. And, oh, I have so many million followers. Well, are they real? Yep, are they real? And I mean, and that goes, I mean, not even, even going away from the big Taylor Swift's, your favorite, like, Snapchat influencers and all of those exactly. that are, I mean, how many of those are bots, too, that are getting their name and, and, and their, what, they, they get their sponsorship for their teeth and, and what, what yeah, have you? What company is paying some no-name? Right. To hawk their product. So that tells me, like, maybe you're paying somebody to do that. But how crappy is your product then? Because you have this eight... I always laughed at Snapchat because it's always some, like, 20-year-old bitch that (laughs) is like... You know, everyone has bad days, and you have you can have good days, and And it's like, you haven't even lived life, lady. (laughs) Like what? What life experience do you have? Uh huh. You know, or or some eighteen year old like, let me tell you, you you know, giving this life advice, and uh-huh. I'm like, have you even graduated high school yet? <laughs> Almost. And, and you have a million followers somehow. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Like, how it, many? How many of those millions yeah, are bots? I, I uh, and they can say all they want. Well, I'm rich. I'm rich, and it's like, well, good for you. Yep. We're, we're happy. For you. I I don't. I are you though? I mean, right. I that it's an honest question. Are you are you really rich? And the other question is, are you happy? And then, that's, yeah, that, right. That's and, a whole other question. Yeah, go go watch Inside by Bo Burnham, and that'll that'll <laughs> oh. give you all the proof you need right uh-huh. there of of the society that we're living in. Isaac Jensen, our guest. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. Can't get enough of the Trevor J. Brown Show? Join Trevor for Bonus Content Saturday exclusively on the Spotify app. For Bonus Content Saturday, Trevor spins the tunes he's enjoying right now, tunes he loves from the past, great local music, and also continues to build his playlist of his favorite and, in his opinion, the greatest songs of all time. Join Trevor for Bonus Content Saturday exclusively on the Spotify app. Isaac Jensen here for one more segment. I will continue on with the moron spotlight. Here, here we go. Here we we just we're talking about Taylor Swift. They, even people will come after Taylor Swift after being labeled as fat phobic by people online. Taylor Swift's new uh, music video for her song "Antihero" has been edited on Apple Music to remove. A scene which shows her stepping on a bathroom scale that reads the word fat. All right. When, as a society, are we going to stop bitching about stuff we can't control? Never. Never. I haven't watched the video. Yep, I haven't either. I probably never will watch the video. But you know what? It doesn't offend me. No. Because, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I've been fat my whole life, and uh, I can admit that I have a weight problem, and I'm working on it, but I'm just a, I'm a bigger guy. That's what I am. When did it become cool to start redefining these words? Because right. we don't like the word because it may associate with what we are. And an example of that is there was some advertisement shout out adidas or converse or whoever it was some ad in the summer and i kept seeing it all the time and the idea of the ad is cool and it's about you know 
anybody can be whatever, right? Uh-huh. Like, so it showed like somebody playing tennis and they were wearing a hijab. And, okay. yep. But one of the things it did was it's like you are an like you are an athlete, and it showed a woman that was clearly overweight. Uh huh. And it's like you're you're not an athlete, like. <laughs> Or the word was an athlete, right? But it's like this redefining of these words, where it's like, "Oh, you're sexy. You're you're a mod." Right, right. And it's like, I don't know. I just I'm I'm maybe not as comfortable in my own skin, but I wouldn't be walking around town in a speedo. Come on, you know that's not that's not sexy, <laughs> you know. And maybe Lizzo's more confident in her own skin, but. Right. You wearing a thong up on stage, that that to me is not sexy. Right. But 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 they're gonna say, well then that's not for you, but it is for so but but you're you're fat shaming. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what yeah. I would that's what I would be how told. How dare you? How dare so, you? So so they edited the video, what does the scale say now? Or does or do they just not <laughs> have that? It's like blurred out. Yeah. Right. Imagine <laughs> that, think about this. They're they're blurring out the word fat. Right. Well, we I mean, don't we don't know if it's blurred out, but let's just say it's blurred out. They're blurring out the word fat. Have they ever watched an old Eminem video? <laughs> right. Thank God we grew up when we did. Uh-huh. My my I wish a lot of these people would watch like Married with Children. <laughs> like like that show would would not last five it minutes now. It, no. But it was it's such a great show, dude. We were talking off the air about The Office. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. There are show. There are episodes of that that could not be aired today. Uh huh. And that went off 100%. the air what ten years ago? Yeah. Not even ten years ago. Yeah. Not even. I mean, my goodness, the sexual harassment episode. <laughs> yep. Where, I mean, think about it. Uh huh. That and the the uh, cultural diversity episode. Oh, that that it's is, so good. It, I mean, but I mean, it, it wouldn't. It, they would not air it. I mean, mash. I mean, I mean, some of that, a lot of that stuff. Some of the stuff, even on Cheers. It, yeah, I mean, Cheers. Just, it's more. Yep. I mean, to me, you watch it, and it's like it's pretty PG today. But some people would get all up in arms uh-huh. about it. But yeah, I mean, on on uh, the uh, the sexual harassment episode, I remember that one actually, like the first time it aired, it was the only episode I think that had an actual advisory ahead of it uh-huh and i always asked brother harrison i was like why is that he's like because he said says the word boner twice he said if you wouldn't have said it the second time they wouldn't have had to have it. that's why yeah but it's uh-huh. at the end when he's like hugging phyllis or whatever <laughs> yep. that episode is <laughs> yep. so so funny and even the line like when todd packer comes in in that episode and he's <laughs> yeah. like what's up helper still queer <laughs> like yep. that would not fly today and uh you know but uh. I, I don't know. I, I I still laugh at it. Maybe I shouldn't laugh at it, but it's. I mean, but it's 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 made to laugh. It's at. made. It's it, it's not made to make fun of because anybody or a group of people. Or because anything. it's comedy. People in society that are like Todd Packer. Todd <laughs> yeah, Packer yeah. is not saying everybody is me. Right. This is a character that's an ass. Uh huh. He is showing you he's an ass. Yep. So that's who he is. There's there's nothing else about it. He's right. just a that's, jerk. That's you can it. we should be able to laugh at somebody who's an insensitive jerk. Uh huh. Should be able to. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, think think about that. Think of the music we listened to growing up. <laughs> yeah. Eminem. Listen listen to a song like Stan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the video for Stan. Right. 
Uh, think of the song D12, Purple Pills. Yep. Think about that. Uh-huh. We're, we're listening to that in middle school. Six, you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, bumping Sing, purple pills. Singing along. Singing along to it, not knowing what any of this means. <laughs> but, but, but just having a good old time. So, you know, watching the video for, uh, what was the Jay-Z video? Was it Big Pimpin' where they're on the boat? And he's just around, yep. like, yep. women in G-strings. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, was, that was cool. Yep, you know? yep. Come home from school, yeah. watch TRL. TRL. And, the, and, yeah. and the video's on there. Dude, it was yep. legit back in the day. I'd get home, watch TRL. Uh... Get homework done if you had homework. Uh-huh. Younger, though, I always remember the block. It was uh, Bill Nye yep. on Channel 2. I think that was at yep. 4. And then Carmen Sandiego was 4.30. Okay, yep. Watch that. And then uh, you'd have dinner, and then you'd go out and play. Uh-huh. That was that was great. The good old times. Yeah, good old days. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. think think of what we were watching and listening to. And now we're, we're blurring out the word fat. Right. We can't say fat. And if I was the artist, if people had a problem with it, you know what I would do if I had a sense of humor? Huh. Well, I have a sense of humor. This is what I would do. If I was as big of, as Taylor Swift, yep. the biggest middle finger that I would do is I would re-edit the video, but I would put the word fat, P-H-A-T. Aha, uh-huh, there you so go. So pretty much say, screw you, I don't uh-huh. care. Got him. What, what, what does she care anyway? Right. Who well, cares? She's trying to, to keep that image, a image. What is the image? I... What 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 vibe is she going for? To stay on top as long as she can. It, I, I mean, I, it's not a, it's. I mean, it's not my genre like we've talked about. No. I mean, we're 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 out of that. We're not the target market. So I mean, maybe 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 we're wrong. We probably are wrong. It's, yeah. I, I I will admit. Yeah. She has fans. Oh, she has right. she has hits. I just I I don't meet a lot of people that are like you got to hear this man right like in in some circles even if you it's a type of music you don't like you still hear from somebody at some point like hey I know you don't really like this or it's not your cup of tea but this is a fantastic folk album right <laughs> or a fantastic country record and I, and I I if I'm gonna toot my own horn on anything. It's with music because I listen to everything. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah I mean, you really look, do. I've listened the the last, uh, not the last Taylor Swift record, but the one before that was actually decent. Uh huh. Because she kind of embraced this folk uh, persona yep. and when a, when a total I, different. I always said that if she made a record that was like Joni Mitchell or mm-hmm. Joan Baez, she could even go more in that direction, in yep. my opinion. But. You know, her voice is fine. I, I don't think she has a, one of the greatest voices of all time, but she is a very yeah, good songwriter. Solid, very solid. So I'm like, boy, I wish she would have kind of gone more in, in that direction. And she'll probably come back to that at some point. She'll oh, probably yeah. come back to country at some point. Yep. She, she is a very strong songwriter. I just, for me, what doesn't bring me in with her is you, she's like our age. Like at a certain point, yeah. like stop talking about your exes and like let's write about other stuff. Yep. You know, there's other things in life. So... This, th- th- this conversation makes us sound very old. Yeah, you know. Back in my day, when I would, yeah, when, but, I, when, when I listened to Eminem. Yeah, but then we were uh, talking about Kanye West, so that makes us relevant again. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So you know, it, 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 we go full full yeah. circle. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me on, Isaac Jensen, here on the Trevor J. Brown Show. It's a free-for-all Friday, and uh, we're going to win some money with Mark Stone, NFL Picks Weekly segment. That is next. The Trevor J. Brown Show. 
Time to relax. Time to treat yourself. Time for a massage. Time to head to In Good Hands Massage in Malacca. In Good Hands Massage specializes in all types of massage, including deep tissue, relaxation, hot stone, sports massage, and more. They also offer salt lamps, essential oils, and much more. Book your appointment today or get your gift cards at facebook.com slash massage by Lindsay. In Good Hands Massage in Malacca, the official relaxation spot of the Trevor J. Brown Show. It is free for all Friday, folks. Free for all Friday. And that is the voice of the one and only Mr. TNT, Mark Stone. Stone, happy Friday. How the hell are you? I'm doing good, Trevor. Uh, horrible week last week for me as far as picks went once again. I mean, I had a winning week, but not the kind of week I expected. And again, just when you think you know the NFL, things get topsy-turvy once again. Yeah, uh, we can go through the entire week if you want. I mean, what the hell is going on with my Patriots? Now we have a quarterback controversy between uh, Zappy and, and Mac Jones. What the hell is going on? Yeah, that was very un-Belichickian like, and I just really feel like a lot of it has to do with Patricia and Judge too, who don't know what the hell they are doing. I, I was shocked that you didn't roll Zappy out again for another game right off the bat. Now you bench Mac Jones mid-game. I mean, <laughs> you kill his confidence. Zappy comes out there, throws balls just as bad, gets lucky on a ball or two, but then it just goes really, really bad from there. Honestly, I felt the right move would have been playing Zappy. If he screws up, then you pull him for Jones. Or if you're up big, you pull him at halftime, get Jones in there to get some reps. But the way they did it, I mean, now you got a QB, somehow a QB controversy. It, it's a, just a total dumpster fire right now in New England. I'm going to eat my words. I mean, the Giants are 6-1 and one up through last week. I'm like, hey, the Giants, uh, I, I think they're playing with house money at this point. They might still be playing with house money, but it's tough to uh, take a dump on them with a 6-1 and one record. They look pretty legit, Stone. You know, I told you last week that I was uh, getting whatever on the bandwagon, off the bandwagon, or whatever. I felt the Giants are a legit team now. I feel like Dable's doing things. Yeah. I mean, Daniel, he somehow turned in Daniel Jones into Josh Allen Light with all the <laughs> rushing that he's getting touchdowns and he's throwing at a high percentage. He doesn't have the cannon that Allen has, but he has all the other intangibles, which is shocking, and they're doing it. And Saquon seems to pick up whatever they need other than that. So great job by them and you got also uh, freaking Wink Markendale on the defense. We know he's ran some great defenses there in Baltimore for years. He's doing the same thing now in the Giants, and he doesn't even have his personnel in, in place yet. So I, I, these guys are going to be scary when they do get personnel. I think they make the playoffs, and they're one and done. But I think they're legit. Dayball's a really, really good coach. He comes from a good pedigree. So I'd like to say I'm surprised, which I am, but I'm not surprised either because he's been able to do it. They've got a fantastic organization top down right now. I do got to admit, though, for for all you fantasy football fans, uh, be careful of getting on the Giants bandwagon too much because I had to pick up Daniel Jones for this weekend to be my fantasy quarterback because Patrick Mahomes, my MVP vote, is uh, on the bye this week. So anytime, Stone, that I have to pick up and use any New York 
athlete that plays for the Jets or the Giants or the Knicks or the Rangers or the Yankees. They always end up screwing me over. So uh, let's let's hope Daniel Jones has a good game on Sunday. But uh, if uh, if he knows that he's on my fantasy football team, he probably will screw me over. Uh, what's going on with the NFC West? We, we've said this line a bunch this year, playing with house money. And the Seahawks stone are playing with house money going into this weekend. They sit alone on top of the NFC West. How crazy is that? I tell you what, I, I'm I'm shocked. I mean, Seattle keeps on doing it, and you kind of wonder when is this gonna run out with Geno at the helm here? When is he gonna start going belly up? But until he does, and Kenneth Walker the third, buddy, I mean, this is like the replay of uh, of LT here. They yeah. got they got a gem with this guy. Michigan State is not the same team in college without him. That's pretty obvious, and he's turning the Seahawks. I think. I think he's beast mode, but faster. And you get the defense together, they hit on a couple defensive picks. I mean, you're turning back the clock here on Seattle, and things are happening. They got a quarterback nobody wanted, just like Russell Wilson fell at the draft. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're putting on a winner here. I don't know what else to say. I would say Pete Carroll, coach of the year, but you might as well put him a couple pegs down behind the two guys out east and Nick Sirianni and Brian Dayball. Also, I think uh, Robert Sala deserves to be in that conversation too. Now, look, I will admit I've been wrong on the Giants so far. I, and maybe maybe people are going to roll my eyes. I still think the better New York team is the Jets, and that's because of that defense. I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting, the Giants and the Jets. The Giants, I feel, are more complete offensively. Defensively, they have playmakers, but they got to put it all together. The Jets' defense, in my opinion, if they put it all together, it's a top-five defense. Offensively, there's more question marks, mainly with Zach Wilson at the quarterback position. I did like the move this week of them bringing in James Robinson uh, for for uh, uh, the guy who ended up getting hurt. I think Robinson coming in is going to uh, provide some valuable touches for them down the stretch here offensively. Yeah, Robinson was a good pickup for him. I still think there's going to be some more backs on the move around the league and so on and so forth. But, you know, great job by the Jets. I mean, again, he's not going to be a replacement for Brees Hall, but he will be a nice stopgap filler to put the uh, yards in. I think Michael Carter will be, of course, a good complement to him to fill in for that pass-catching specialist as well out of the backfield. All right, let's hop into uh, week number eight. It's already week eight in the NFL. Stone will uh, go overseas. We get Broncos and Jaguars. Even the people, is this game in London or, or Germany? I, I think it's London. Um, this game is in London, yes. Oh my goodness, the people of London. I'm sure they're so excited to watch the Denver Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this is a barf game of the week, Stone. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville to win agreement here i mean the broncos d is really really good here and that's what's kept them in games but russell wilson doing high steps all the way through on his stupid tiktok on the plane over while everybody's <laughs> trying to get sleep and things like that this guy's gonna be hated in here and i'll tell you what it could be very dangerous to be doing that kind of action on the plane before a game here. I just, I'm just not buying it. Plus <laughs> buddy Hackett, our freaking, <laughs> our freaking head coach in Denver, just not going to make it Jacksonville. This is like a home game. They come to London every single year. Tons of Jaguars fans. It's going to be like a home game from give me Jacksonville. I don't know why we haven't mentioned that nickname yet this year, uh, but I like it a lot. Uh, Detroit is hosting Miami, Detroit, 
They've given up at this point one and five. Miami is four and three. I like the Dolphins on the road here. I'm in agreement with you, but I think it's going to be close. This is the carved in stone bet of the week. Bop, go bop. and lay that cash down on the Detroit Lions at three and a half. You heard it here. Again, Amon Ross St. Brown back this week. DeAndre Swift back this week. Campbell is coaching for his job after the collapse last week. So I think this team's going to be up to play for him. Now Miami, too, is coming off a big win on primetime. They're going to be confident. They think they're going to come in there and smoke them. So I think it's going to be closer than the three and a half, and I could see Detroit pulling off the upset. I'm going to pick Miami, but the carved in stone bet of the week is on the Lions, baby, and I already went to the window. It sounds like uh, Baker Mayfield will be available this week for the Panthers. Question is, does he even get to start? They're two and five. The Falcons are three and four. I'm taking Atlanta at home. Agreement here. The Falcons, I mean, the Falcons blew out, got blown out last week. The Panthers won against Tampa. This is a team that does not know how to win, does not know how to act, how to win, and now they're going against an Atlanta team that's been outdoing everybody's expectations at home. I've already played placed money down on Atlanta, who's favored on this game at at four and a half points, covered every game but their last one. Give me Atlanta as well. Arizona Cardinals visiting the Minnesota Vikings here on Sunday. Cardinals three and four, Vikings five and one. Vikings uh, off of uh, coming off the bye. I'm going to take the Vikings at home by three. Agreement here, Cardinals. Vikings aren't going to cover because they don't know how to finish teams and they seem to play everybody close, but the Cardinals do suck still, even after somehow getting a win last week. So the Vikings pull this off. I'm picking Minnesota. Potential trap game between the Bears and the Cowboys. I believed it for a second, but you mentioned teams that don't know how to win and handle winning. That's the Bears right now. I'll take the Cowboys to squeak one out at home. You know, Dallas last week kind of collapsed in their game and then they came back and then they won it. I shouldn't say collapse. They, they just didn't play Detroit that well. Um, the bears overproduced against your Patriots in new England. Like you said, they don't really know how to win. I think this is a prime spot here for Dallas to really show what they've got. They are my stone cold lock of the week here. And just for a, a case in point, Justin Fields in last game against New England. New England did not have anybody fast enough to contain him. You can go back and look at some old film of, of something when they were rookies together, Justin Fields and Micah Parsons, and they did a race. I won't tell you who won, but I think you can imagine it. We'll just say Justin Fields isn't escaping anybody this week. Vegas Raiders 2-4 and four at the New Orleans Saints. Dennis, you mentioned guys that are coaching for their jobs at this point. I mean, Dennis Allen, We've you've said a bunch on this program. He's a terrible coach. They, he is a terrible coach. The Saints need this game so bad. I don't think they're going to get it. I'm taking the Raiders on the road. <laughs> yes, I'm in agreement with you as well. I mean, you're talking you're – talking, Lattimore's probably going to miss – Marshawn Lattimore's probably going to miss this game. And ever since he's missing this game, this New Orleans defense can't get anybody off the field. And now you're going to put Devontae Adams out there without Marshawn Lattimore – 
he is going to hit bank, baby. If you've got him in fantasy, you better dial him up and lock him in because he's going to be a weak winner this week, and the Raiders are going to win behind him as well. Give me the Vegas Raiders. It's the battle for Pennsylvania. It's Fetterman against Oz. It's the Steelers against the Raiders. I'm taking the Eagles at home. Agreement. Going to take the Eagles. I'm not going to bet Pittsburgh because 10 and a half is a little bit too big and Mike Tomlin seems to find a way to cover. But yes, I'm going with the Eagles as well. Did I, uh, did I say the battle for Pennsylvania? Did I say the Raiders? I don't know. <laughs> I knew you were talking Pittsburgh and Philly. Steelers and Eagles, you idiot. Patriots and Jets on Sunday. Uh, you know what? The Patriots are about two games away from being a dumpster fire. I'm taking the Jets at home. Yeah, chaos in the locker room with New England. We mentioned that earlier here. It sounds like Mac Jones is going to be the starter. We'll see. I just you got to know that he knows he's playing with a short leash yeah. as well. Uh, the Jets have a great defense, solid run game, even now adding in Robinson. They're at home. Give me the Jets as well. Titans and Texans Sunday, 3.05. I will take a heavy dose of Derrick Henry and the Titans to win a close one. Upset special here. I'm going with the Texans. Tannehill is injured. This and has not been announced being injured, but the wise guys know what's on. This line is only two and a half as Texans for as an underdog. This should be closer to five to seven. This should not be a two and a half point line. The reason why I can think it is because they know Tannehill is not going to play this game, so it's going to be close. You're throwing Malik Willis out there for Tennessee against this up and coming Houston defense that is young, that is fast. I'm smelling turnovers late, and Houston wins this one in a close one. It's a battle of uh, the New York Giants six and one at the Seattle Seahawks four and three. Uh, I think there could be uh, some nice uh, some nice points scored in this football game. I'm going to take the Giants on the road by three. I'm in agreement here. The Giants just keep finding ways to win in the close game, and I think it's going to be close here. I mentioned Wink Martindale, what he's doing on defense. I mentioned how Dayball's doing this offense here. I think Seattle's got the tools to keep it close, but I don't see a blowout by any means. They, it'll help that they're at home with the 12th man. But, yeah, Dayball in these close games late seems to find a way to win no matter what. So, yes, give me the Giants until they tell me otherwise. Does Frank Reich – Make it through the year. I would say no at this point with the benching of Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan has looked washed all year. They're 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. They're still in the thick of it for the AFC South. They uh, host the Washington Commanders. I, I just have not been impressed at all by the Colts this year. But it's, you know, now that Ryan's not playing, it's a huge wild card of, of what we're going to see from this new quarterback. Uh, I am going to take the Colts at home. Disagreement here. I'm going with Washington. I do not just trust Sam Ellinger as a quarterback that can get it done against this Washington defense, which has been nasty this year up on the front seven, and I think they're going to get after it. Also, when I thought two weeks ago that this team had, had phoned it in for Ron Rivera, here they come back and prove me wrong, including upsetting the Packers last yeah. week. So, again, I think Washington's on a roll here. They get an opponent that is damaged, an opponent that does not know what they're doing with quarterback and a quarterback change. I got to go with Washington. 
Your 49ers need it. Three and four against the Rams. Three and three. God, I, I every time I pick San Francisco, they end up screwing me over, Stone. But I feel as if I, I love the move of getting Christian McCaffrey, by the way. I think they realize how to utilize him a little bit more. I think he's going to be a larger focal point of the offense moving into this week. I like the Niners on the road. I am in agreement here and already laid the money down on San Francisco as well. I got burned by them last week. I don't care. They're coming off an embarrassing loss in the prime in the prime afternoon spot against the Chiefs at home. One thing Shanahan does well when his team is embarrassed, they usually bounce back, especially on the road, and especially given a gift against a team that he always does well yeah. against in the Los Angeles Rams. And now he's going to have a full week to actually put my Caffrey in the offense. I think you're going to see different things from San Francisco. I think the Rams coming off a dominant win against the Panthers and a bye week are going to be at a snooze fest and think that this is a walkthrough after what Kansas City did to them, only to come and get punched in the teeth and Christian McCaffrey scores three touchdowns. Give me San Fran. Bills coming off a bye. The Packers are broken at three and four. What's the spread on this game stone as of right now? Spread is 10 and a half at home. I don't care. I'm taking the bills. I, I Throw your money down on it. The Packers suck. Correct. I think I don't know if they'll cover the ten and a half, but Josh Allen seems to do really, really well when he's at home. And this is a proud franchise, and the Packers coming in that's reeling. I think he knows he's got the opportunity here to drive the death nail into their season, yeah. and I think he's going to do it. So yeah, I wouldn't necessarily bet this game, but if I was going to bet this game, I'd bet the Bills. So give me the Bills as well. No, I'm going to be risky. I would bet it, and I just the Packers. My goodness. They look, they look about done at this point. And Rodgers this week coming out and criticizing some of uh, some of his playmakers. I mean, it, it's tough to argue with them because uh, <laughs> there's been plenty of mistakes out there for sure. Uh, Bengals and Browns Monday night. Ooh, interesting game. Oh, by the way, uh, the Bills Packers game. That's my lock of the week. I'm taking the Bills to win that game. Uh, Bengals Browns. Um. Hmm. Let's see here. When when do I when do I like Bengals four and three, Browns two and five. Browns really need it, man. But I think the Bengals are the better team. I'll take Cincinnati on the road. I'm in agreement. Joe Burrow is the hottest thing around right now, and I can't see Cleveland undoing. I'm done. I'm done picking Cleveland. I'm done <laughs> betting on Cleveland. I am done with Cleveland. And Cincinnati's going to finish them. So give me the Bengals to keep pace with the Ravens. One NBA nugget before I let you go. I, I usually don't crap on teams this early, just because there's a you know it's the beginning of the season. But I've had the opportunity, Stone, to watch a few Laker games. At, at, at this point, man, they might as well call me and you to come off the bench. I don't know any of these guys that LeBron is playing with. And I will tell you what. If LeBron somehow gets this team to the playoffs, I think it'll be his greatest accomplishment ever. That'll surpass the finals he went to in 2007 or whatever it was with the Cleveland Cavaliers. This Laker team is one of the worst L.A. Laker teams I have ever seen. Sure, you got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis, you got Patrick Beverly, you got Russell Westbrook, you got Kendrick Nunn. After that, I know nobody, nobody on this roster. It is a, a terribly built roster. It's awful. 
No, in agreement with you, it was funny because you and you said you were going to mention one team that is just horrible. I was going to interrupt you and say Lakers, and you <laughs> said Lakers anyways. But it, it, it's bad. Russell Westbrook is done. His 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 uh, contract is an albatross on this team. Um, something I've heard that he's shooting like fifteen percent from the field, you know, for jump shots or whatever. I mean, it's just bad. He is done. He does not fit here. If, if they could find a way to get out of his contract, I think they would have yesterday. But this is what happens. This is what happens when you allow LeBron to build your team. Um, you know, he, he got what he wanted in Cleveland. And again, he was a much different player at that point in time. And he was able to push around, you know, uh, whoever was the whoever was the owner at that time, uh, Dan Gilbert, yeah. who was a freaking total toolbox in order to get a championship there. But when he was in Miami, Pat Riley did not allow this to happen. Yeah. Pat Riley knew what he needed to do to get a team there. And now he comes to LA and he tries to do the same thing. I mean, they were able to win a championship, don't get me wrong, but let, let's look at what this LA team would have been if they would not have allowed LeBron to freaking trade off everybody for spare parts. You would still have Brandon Ingram on this team. You would still have Julius Randle on this team. Both guys arguably are the leaders for New Orleans in the New York Knicks. You would still have Josh Hart here, who's a great player coming off the bench. Lonzo Ball, who when he isn't injured, is pretty, pretty solid. I mean, this is a good this would be a much better team, and along with Kuzma, this would be a much better team if LeBron just would have kept it intact than what he's got right now. Yeah, it's it's uh absolutely ridiculous yeah i mean you mentioned kyle kuzma i mean he was gone when you brought in what westbrook uh and then uh who was the other uh ken what's his name kendrick pope or or something is his last name i think he's in denver caldwell pope caldwell pope yeah these guys these guys it's also caruso too absolutely and i i think caruso uh walked to, to chicago but still like all these guys could have been big parts to your team good bit players but instead how they have put this team together clearly is, is not working so far. Obviously it's early in the season, but uh, I would be uh, expecting a call here soon uh, from the Lakers stone. So I appreciate your time. Uh, We'll talk to you next week, sir. Will do Trevor. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on Mark stone tonight here on the Trevor J Brown show. This is the Trevor J Brown show from inherent dream production company. Can't get enough of the Trevor J. Brown Show? Join Trevor for Bonus Content Saturday exclusively on the Spotify app. For Bonus Content Saturday, Trevor spins the tunes he's enjoying right now, tunes he loves from the past, great local music, and also continues to build his playlist of his favorite and, in his opinion, the greatest songs of all time. Join Trevor for Bonus Content Saturday exclusively on the Spotify app. A big thank you to Mark Stone, Mr. TNT, for joining us for another edition of Free For All Friday. Also, a big thanks to Isaac Jensen joining us here in studio. We invite you to tune in tomorrow for another edition of Bonus Content Saturday that is airing exclusively on the Spotify app as we continue to build our playlist of the thousand greatest and my favorite songs of all time you can follow along with the playlist just search for the 1000 songs by the trevor j brown show thanks for listening have a great weekend this has been the trevor j brown show 
The opinions expressed on this show do not express the views of staff, management, or sponsors of Inherent Dream Production Company or streaming services where the show may be heard. The Trevor J. Brown Show is a production of Inherent Dream Production Company.